the Samsung Neo QLED 8K TV featuring incredible color volume with 8K AI upscaling powered by 20 neural networks on an impossibly slim screen is the kind of TV that's so visually astounding, so unfathomably well-designed, it has to be seen to be believed. Don't believe me? Well, okay then. Radio has its limits. Samsung Neo QLED 8K. Unreasonably good. Previously on Rabbit and Red Radio. Yeah, I'm, I've been farting up a storm right before I walked upstairs. I just, like, dusted around. And it's, like, floating around my body so I can smell it. Like, it's going right into my nasal cavity. I'm like, holy fuck. That really stinks. So you're just kind of... You're just kind of walking around like fucking pig pen today? Yeah, I just keep farting. Like... And now... Kids playing pranks, trick-or-treating, parking, getting high. I have the feeling that you're way off on this. You have the wrong feeling. Well, you're not doing very much to prove me wrong. What more do you need? Well, it's going to take more than fancy talk to keep me up all night crawling around these bushes. I, I, I watched him for 15 years, sitting in a room, staring at a wall, not seeing the wall, looking past the wall, looking at this night in humanly patience. Waiting for some secret, silent alarm to trigger him off. Death has come to your little town, Sheriff. You can either ignore it or you can help me to stop it.
Welcome to Rabbit and Red Radio. As always, I'm John Rhodes, and with me, sadly once again, is the one and only asshole himself, Michael J. Well, y- you know, it's funny. You didn't even, you didn't even fucking try to do like some goofy shit, like you said in the previous things. You just fucking went right down to business today, bud. Very surprised. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a different feel. As my some goofy shit. What what do you want? I don't know. I was thinking like you know. You, you, are you are you recording? Are you doing it? Are you ready? Are you ready to go? Are you ready to go? Are you ready to go? Yeah, I'm pumped up. Yeah, I'm pumped up. Hey, it's John Rhodes, Rabbit and Red. How you doing? Well, you know, sometimes you gotta check on you to make sure you're actually doing your work instead of sitting around jerking off or playing on your fucking cell phone. So that's uh... see right there's your cell phone again. Well, that was it. That was uh, somebody on Periscope. Um is live now wow that's that's exciting that's what you need a notification for right there buddy well you know that's why um granted i never even go and really look at the things it's just i don't feel like turning the notification off because it's annoying so i i i totally get that like uh i just started getting notifications for imdb and it's just like hey this trailer dropped this trailer dropped and i never look at them yeah I haven't turned off the notification yet. You know, that's pretty sad, though, that you get notifications for IMDb. Is is that how you knew to drop the, uh, the Death Wish trailer on the Facebook group page? No, no, that was actually, uh, that's a re-edit. I don't know, I just enjoyed it. Um, it's, it's no, I just shitty, ran across that on Facebook. It's, it's a shitty edit. You didn't even watch it. No, but I, I, I've seen, you know, now they're using words across the screen like they did back in the 70s, and I don't think I appreciate that, because the movie does not capture the feel of the 70s, so. No, and that's a good thing, Michael. Uh, no, it's not. You know, oh, wait, when I went to see, what movie did I go see? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I went to see Insidious Chapter 4, or Insidious The Last Key, but I'll call it Chapter 4, just for the fuck of it. Uh, they had a trailer for Death, right. they had a trailer for Death Wish in front of it, and, um, it was not, meh. Watching it on the big screen made me hate it even more. You, you, you're gonna kill me? You, you, you're gonna kill me? No, Jack is. Dumbass. That's not something Charles Bronson would say. That's not something Charles Bronson would even approve of. Dumbass. And I have to say, I don't give a fuck. Because the Charles Bronson films were a simple one-note exploitation film. You've never seen them. You've never seen them. Yes, I have. I've seen... Uh, there's five of them. I've seen one, two, seen? and well, if you'd let me talk, I've seen one and two, and uh, at least one or two more. I can't remember. One of them was he had a bazooka and was in the Bronx, and three. It was fucking stupid. Three. I believe that was three. I think that was three. Okay, so I've seen the first three, and uh, yeah, they're not good films. Yeah, but four, oh, I disagree. But four and five definitely ramp it up, especially five, the face of death. It's still not good films, Mike. Uh, I'm, Very good. I'm kind of hoping this one. Uh, I'm hoping this one kind of has a little social commentary going on, and I don't know, does something with it. I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm definitely going to check it out. But let, let's save the whole death wish thing yeah. for the flip side when we're actually uh, 
getting into coming soon films. Yeah, we, we decided that... Uh, yeah, we decided that we were going to try and uh, discuss a couple films that are coming out this year and uh, just give you our opinions on it because that counts for absolute dick. But hey, what the hell. Uh, All right, so yeah. what's what's been going on, Michael J? What's going on with you? Well, as we know, the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Very excited about that. I know we were supposed to record uh, Super Bowl evening. However, I'm glad I passed because I was able to see the Super Bowl victory. It's the only Eagles game in full I was able to watch the entire season. The rest of the games I've seen bits and pieces of because I was going around doing things. But I was actually able to sit down and watch the whole game uh, this past week. So I was very happy about that. Um, cried a little bit. Got a little emotional. Uh, <laughs> it was really, uh, yeah, you know. And it's funny because I, I looked at a Facebook memory, um, I guess, of a Super Bowl from back in 2012. And I really didn't like football back then because I just really didn't watch it. And I mean, I still don't really care for it unless it's the Eagles other than that I don't care like if the Eagles were not in the Super Bowl then I would have had no problem just dropping whatever and recording because I wouldn't be watching it if they were not in it so did you watch the Super Bowl or is HughesNet really dicking you over with your television reception too uh no I actually have a uh, direct TV and uh, DirecTV works perfect here. However, I did not watch the Super Bowl. I had zero interest in it. Um, so, yeah, didn't watch it at all. You didn't watch the Eagles fly to victory? No, I can't say I, I gave a fuck at all, Mike. Um, trying to think of what I did do. Uh, uh, you watched movies. Oh, I, I watched... Uh, yeah, I watched uh, Happy Death Day in, instead. Oh, yeah, and I noticed now on your letterbox, or whatever the fuck that thing is, it makes no sense mm -hmm. to me, um, you posted a three-star review. Letterboxed. Oh. Now, yeah, you posted a three-star review. Um, for which film? But, uh, I think for both that you watched. Now, what's the top rating for Letterboxed? Uh, five. Okay, so... I would have I would have thought that you would have rated the second one that you watched that we'll get into after Happy Death Day. I thought I thought you would have rated that a five, based on you know your uh, you know thoughts. Well, I I don't think here here's the thing, Mike. I I believe that uh, you obviously didn't look closely or read my reviews because oh, no. they were actually both ranked a three and a half star. Oh. Well, yeah, I didn't, I didn't look closely, but yes. Then, see, I don't like the half star ratings. I don't like it because it just, okay. Because if you look in the, in the TV guide back in the day, when they used to like post the write ups of the movies, and now this is going back into the '80s and the '90s. John, you may not remember because you were a little tight back then, but um, they used to have an index <laughs> in the back of the TV guide, and in the back of the TV guide, they posted fucking. The write-up of the movie, the year it was released, how many stars it got, and the running time, and, you know, if it was on, like, a premium cable station, the times that it was on. So, if a movie got two and a half stars, they wouldn't print that it got two and a half stars. They would just round the two and a half stars up to three. So, that's why I don't like the half-star ratings, because they just get rounded up. So, don't do the half-star ratings. Well, just... then round it up in your mind. I do. All the time I do. All the time I do. 
And I'm like, I'm like, okay. I'm like, this fucker says one and a half. Okay, it's two. All right. If you want it to have a one star rating, here's what you do. You rate it half a star or you rate it one star. But you know what? Just rate it one star. Fuck the half. Fuck the half. Well, I, I just, I like the half because it allows just that, that little bit of, of, uh, fluidity there because to me I, I'm going off from the, the most basic Netflix old school rating where mm. you hated it, didn't like it liked it, really liked it and loved it mm. and that's kind of for me those two were in between liked it and really liked it I mean they're, they're borderline in there so that's that's why they got the half star and for a one star, I've I've only given one one star since using Letterboxd. I bet you can't guess what it was. Um, Halloween six. No, I actually like that one. Uh, no, my one star was Life Force. Yeah, well, that's because you just started using Letterboxd and you just watched that recently. If we were going back further, right, right, right. I've only given, started using. You would, you would have given some. Oh, other I would have given it out quite a bit. Yeah, I'm sure you would have because yeah, that's what you yeah, do. Currently, but currently, I've only started using it this year, and currently, I've only watched one one star film. Okay, the only well, time here, anything will get a half star is when I feel it's not even a a, a complete film. Like it, it's just utter shit. Right. It, it shouldn't even be graded as a film right it's a half star fuck that well here's what you have to do you need to go back and watch the death wish movies watch them all and i want to see you rate them all one star and then i will get a letterboxd account and i will go on there and i will blast you for doing so if i do go back and watch them which i really don't have a whole lot of interest in doing especially the later ones maybe the first one or something but i I would review them honestly. Yeah, and 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 I will create an account. Can you, you know, like comment on other users' accounts? Is that how that works? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, well then I would have to find, I guess, all hail Rhodes King or all hail Bruce Campbell, whatever the fuck your account name is, and I would be like, um, okay, this guy sucks. He talks about fluidity in movies like it's semen. Does he like jizz in his movies? I'm sure he does. <laughs> uh, well put, Michael. Is this you kind of throwing down the gauntlet of a death wish coverage? Uh, yeah. Well, see, in... Because uh, that guess... means you're going to have to watch the new one. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um... Well, see, uh, they did release a, uh, I guess it was a German, a new German Blu-ray of the fifth one, which I believe is now out of print, but I've been looking to get it, and I believe it's like 60 or 70 bucks on eBay, and I do need to get it because I have the others on Blu-ray, so I need to complete the Blu-ray set, and I need an excuse to get it, so if we were to actually do a Death Wish thing, then that would give me an excuse to get it. So if it came down to me having to spend $200 on a German media book of Death Wish 5, instead of digging out my DVD that I have of it, which I would never do since I know it's available on Blu-ray, I would have to watch the Blu-ray, then that means that I'd have to spend the $200 and buy the German media book Blu-ray. So yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. You know, 
with the new one coming out, uh, you might actually get new releases. You you won't. It's never been released in. Uh, Five has never been released on Blu-ray in the U.S. I have no idea who owns the rights to it at this point, so I don't know. I think if anything, I think Lionsgate owns it, and if they would have been interested in releasing it, I think you would have seen it by now. So, uh, I don't think you're going to see it over here. But then watch, watch. I'm going to go, and I'm going to get the German media book, and I will get it, and I will spend probably $100 on it, and then the next thing you know, fucking Lionsgate will release Death Wish 5, The Face of Death on blu A box set. No, you're not going to get a box set. No, we'll just... You you can't get a box set. No? Because MGM owns... Okay, yeah, because Paramount owns one. MGM owns two, three, four. And uh, Lionsgate owns five. So, no. Unless they can come to some sort of agreement. Well, let's hope no one writes into... uh, Well, it'd be Shout Factory and uh, gets that made because no one wants that release. Well, Shout Factory already released two on Blu-ray, and technically they can release three and four as well because they do have, you know, an agreement with MGM where they do release some of their catalog titles. Uh, All right. Well, there you have it. An upcoming show, we will be covering the entire gambit of Death Wish. And since we're going to do that, Mike, I'm going to have to toss in another one of uh, Death Warrant. Or no, Death Sentence. Death I'm sentence. sorry. Death I was going to say, Death Warrant is Jean-Claude Van Damme. Not a bad movie. No, sorry. No, Death Sentence Not with a bad uh, Kevin movie. Bacon. Yeah, but I love Death Warrant, too. You know what? Let's do a show called Death Movies. And we could do Death Warrant. We could do Death Wish. We could do Death Valley. We could do... Um, hmm... Death Valley wasn't very good. De- fuck you, Death Valley wasn't good. Death Valley was perfect. It had Wilford Brimley. <laughs> fuck your face. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, Death Rides a Horse. Um, um, Mike, there would be way too many films to uh, watch to cover that. It would end up wait, being something fucking ridiculous, like 18 hours long. Yeah, I understand that. But, but people put out fucking 10-hour-long <laughs> podcasts. We can do the we can do the first twenty four hour long podcast. Let's see how many people will download that, and let's see what other podcasts would decide to fucking double down and fucking try to compete with us in running time. I'll tell you what, we'd have them all beat at that point, and I would love that because we're number one. Um, <laughs> oh, so, always, always the competitor, Mike. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Yes, I I I I would fucking love. For somebody that does like a 10 hour show to be like, oh, they did a 24 hour episode. Holy fuck, we have to do 25. And then somebody else be like, no, 26, no, 27, no, 28, no, 29. Before you know it, 72 hour podcasts. Yeah, that's not my thing, man. I I get intimidated when I go to get a show or download a show Mm. and see that it's anything above an hour and a half. If I pull it up and it's like three hours, it usually gets delayed until I have nothing else to listen to. Because it's just like, man, fucking three hours to get through this. I don't know. Unless, unless it's one of the uh, Baz V something of podcasts under the stairs. Because that's just fucking funny as shit. And I always listen to those. Can I, can I ask you a question? 
Sure. What What's a Baz? Uh, that is uh, that is Duncan's uh, quote unquote. I guess you'd call him co-host, who comes on and uh, reviews movies. Um, the the whole gimmick, Mike, was that uh, the Baz wasn't a horror fan at first, and he was just forced to watch these different films and give his opinions on them. Oh, because Baz sounds like something from um, Loch Ness, like he'd be like a relative of the Loch Ness monster, like Loch Ness and the Baz. Oh, oh, Mike, do you know how many people you just triggered? Come on, man. Now there's going to be safe zones and shit for our podcast just because people are pissed off. That that's that is not cool, Mike. Why? Because not cool. Ba- but Baz is. But the Loch Ness monster is cool. You're making fun of the Scottish. I just want. You're making fun of the Scottish. Is that? It's not oh, cool. Stop being it. racist. I'm not racist. Well, they can make fun of me, Gimpy White Cracker. <laughs> okay. Well, sidestepping this horrible issue that Mike has found himself in. Yes. Uh, which, by the way, you can find uh, Michael J. at Mike Sankovich on Facebook oh, and God, send all your hate mail directly book. there. Yes, please do. I love hate mail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a racist bigot. <laughs> do you know how many how – many And a womanizer. And I've gotten, and I've gotten plenty of, of, of Facebook messages telling me to go fuck myself. So please feel free to join in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just make sure that you, you hit him up with the, the Me Too shit. Yes. Anyway – Hashtag me too. Uh, moving, <laughs> yeah. Okay, moving, moving past uh, the Super Bowl and the riots there. Which good job, Philadelphia. Uh, I want to talk about something else that your city's doing that's pissing me off, Mike. Um, hey, we deserve a parade, fucker. I don't give a shit about the parade. I'm talking about the fact that your city is looking to put in safe injection spots for drug users. Oh, yes, I heard about that. And you know what? Here's my thing. Why not be safe? And I'll tell you why. Because if you're not safe, then they're going to get AIDS. Or Well, AIDS and HIV are the same thing. But they could die if they are unsafe. So this is just safe practices, you know, for them to kill themselves faster. Okay, and I, I get the thinking behind it that, you know, there's so many overdoses and shit like that and looking to make it as safe as possible for people that are breaking the law. Mm-hmm. Okay, right there I see flaws with the logic. But anyway, we're going to move past that. Mm-hmm. My biggest problem is that it's going to be state-sponsored. So our tax money is going to be paying for this clinic for people that want to use injectable drugs. That's insane to me. That that's these people are breaking the law. I get that they have an addiction. I get that they have a problem. Mm-hmm. I get all that. But the fact that I'm paying for them to have this spot, that's bullshit, man. But technically isn't only the Philadelphia tax dollars going to pay for it, so not the entire state, just Philadelphia. Uh, I'm not sure how that would work because it's it's it is on the books right now and it's being discussed statewide. I do believe so. It it might be just Philadelphia tax money, and either way, mm-hmm. that still pisses me off. The taxpayers are paying for that. I mean, if if some rich asshole that has a junkie son wants to support something like that, right. go for it. 
I'm 100% behind that. Once I have to start supporting that or somebody like me that doesn't believe that they should support that, that's where I feel it's wrong, man. I, I shouldn't have to pay for something like that. That is a criminal act. I don't care how you feel about it. The plain and simple facts are it is a criminal act. Well, see, here's what I'm thinking. It's a criminal act, but yes, by doing this, it begs the question, are you, in a sense, legalizing it by doing this? I, I'm sure in some people's mind they are, but all they're trying to do is really just cut down on the amount of, of uh, overdose deaths that there are. And let's face facts, the, opo- oh, eh, Jesus Christ, the opioid epidemic that's really swept our nation and, and our state is hitting hard and I, I get for looking for solutions for that but to me this this is not an actual solution and this is just you know putting a band-aid on a fucking broken bone okay well let's say this let's say that they have like these little okay in in this safe zone or safe space or whatever they have these little cubicles that people would go inside and then that's where they shoot up. So if it's illegal, then what they should do is they should have, like, cops, like, officers waiting outside each of the cubicles. So when the people get their fix and they're high as fuck, they walk out of the cubicle and they get arrested. So that way, it's safe against, you know, they don't die, but then they go to prison right after the fact. I mean, let's face facts, that won't happen. I mean, that that that's the exact same thought process as saying what would Charles Bronson do in this situation? Well, he'd have a bunch wait of outside the clinic and shoot every single person that yes. came out. Yes, have a bunch of Charles Bronsons right outside their fucking door and blow them all to hell. Give them a bazooka and then blow them right through the other cubicle fucking wall. Like I said, I, I totally <laughs> I totally get the need for solutions here and I totally get that people are stretching and just trying to come up with anything that they can but to me this is not an actual solution this is just putting a band-aid on it yeah you're 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 bringing in nurses and stuff to make sure that they're using clean needles that the injection sites are clean and all that is incredibly helpful the problem is it's not addressing the actual issue these people need to be going into rehabs and stuff like that to help kick this shit instead of just having safe ways of taking it now if you want to incorporate something like this with a rehab totally in favor with that because that's removing the issue this like i said is just a band-aid issue and i feel i can speak on this because i did work in a rehab for 10 fucking years so yeah although mine was a corporate entity privately owned and was subcontracted through the state and it was a forced rehab so there's all that forced oh you mean like 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 forcing a cock down your throat no that's something you would know about Mike. (laughs) which by the way how was your stay in uh jail last night oh i don't know where that came from but okay well, you know, talk about cocks being shoved down your throat. I, I bet it was a real eye-opening. Well, that's well. Of course, your eyes open as the deeper it goes down your throat, the wider your eyes open. So you can see what's yeah, going down. It was a real there. shocker, wasn't it, Mike? Oh yeah, you just want to see that fucking huge meat pole sliding down the back of your fucking 
esophagus. All right, real quick before before we take our break, I, I just <laughs> I want to discuss something real quick, I, and and I think this is uh this could be something kind of fun that we continue forward, maybe just a little tradition. I don't know, but who cares, Mike? I got a simple question for you, man. Okay. What have you bought recently? What films have you bought recently? Because I can't really say what have you watched recently because you don't really watch films. However, you are a very big collector. Well, I did start watching Happy Death Day, but the dog ruined the remote control as we saw on, you know, and I finally just got the replacement. <laughs> so it's still in the 4K player, by the way, the, the Happy Death Day Blu-ray. So uh, I hope to finish it. Well, I did just get in... Um, I did just get uh, Victor Crowley and um, The Mountain Between Us, or The Mountains Between Us. I got that. I got the out-of-print George Romero Between Night and Dawn collection that Arrow put out. Um, It's now out of print. I was lucky enough to snag a copy off of eBay for $76 shipped, I think it was. So... That that's about the, yeah that's the cheapest I found it anywhere else you probably try and look you're gonna get it for a hundred or more damn man oh and we will be having a, I hope it was worth it and we will be having um a giveaway in maybe about a week or two here I haven't decided yet exactly I believe it's going to be the four hatchet films on Blu-ray packaged together very nice so we'll have to figure out wow. the details on what that contest will actually be but yes we will be giving away all four that's hatchet hatchet two piece of shit hatchet three and victor crowley on blu-ray stay tuned that's a hell of a giveaway right there yes it is all right well uh i can't really one up that but uh for myself i just got in uh my own copy of victor crowley um, I did got it actually Hatchet come two, in? Which, uh, yeah, it did. You bought Hatchet and uh, Vic, or, I bought Hatchet two simply because, well, I I also kind of like you a completist, and I do like Hatchet two to a degree. It's not my favorite of them it by sucks. far, but I do enjoy it. But uh, no, I, I bought it previously, and it came damaged, and I sent it back, and I just now finally got around to uh, ordering the replacement, but um. I also purchased a um, lightning bug. I've heard of that movie. Didn't like uh, somebody Hall direct that movie? I think their last name was Hall. Somebody Hall, Bug Hall, uh, somebody Patrick Hall. Robert. Robert. Oh, Robert Hall. Hall. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the guy behind uh, Chrome Skull. Oh, that's right. We should try to talk to him at some point and ask him. Um, what do I want to ask him? I want to ask him. Um, why he makes the upcoming Nail Gun Massacre remake? Oh, he's doing that now. Oh, that's right. And I'm gonna ask him why he decided to make. Um. Oh wait, no, I liked Chrome Skull. I was gonna ask him why he decided to make a piece of shit like Chrome Skull, but then I remembered I like Chrome Skull. So yeah. Uh, yeah. So I guess yeah, Nail Gun Massacre remake is where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I'm. Uh, the only other thing recently that I've purchased is the steel book of Prince of Darkness, waiting for that to come in. So, ah, yes. 
Steelbook. I'm excited about that one. Yeah, piece of shit. Steelbook. Ugh. Oh, fuck you. It wastes space. All right, well. Oh, fuck you. You just, you, you don't like packaging. Does. It does. You just need the disc and a fucking case. And as long, I'll tell you, I really hate. All right, there's there's one thing that I hate more than steelbooks. Okay? Slip covers? No, no, slip covers I can I can deal with. Okay, but no, what I hate is those environmental environmentally friendly cases that have the fucking uh, where they cut out the fucking you know some of the plastic, so it leaves the fucking bottom bare with just the paper and the paper can contact with the disc, you know the artwork. Oh yeah, and it comes in. I don't like that at all. Fuck them. They're ruining my discs. <laughs> well, this coming from a guy who keeps his collection in totes. Yes. Whereas I display mine on bookshelves. Well, that's because you have room for bookshelves. I do not. <laughs> all right, and with that, we will uh, talk to you all on the flip side. On the flip we'll side. Right Michael, don't you, sir? I have to do the J as well. Uh, I know. I, I noticed you did that. Wonderful. Well, you know, uh, I'm sure, I have a couple people here listening, and uh, let's uh, make them go away right now because we're going to get right into it. Um, I got up very early on a Saturday morning to see a movie called Piranha 3D, That's which he's been dying to see ever since he found out that Dementia was behind it. So, um, well, I got, well, I got to say. Tell us. Tell us tell about us. it. Okay, well, first of all, I want to start out with this. Um, I was very uh, scared um, when I got the box office returns for uh, um, Friday night. Because the movie only made uh, 3.6 million on a budget of uh, 24 million, so kind of scared. But uh, the returns today—why why, are you invested into the movie? I, I um, emotionally, I am very invested. Okay. Yes. Then move on. 
So today, it turns out the total take for the weekend is $10 million, which isn't great, but um, it was a dead week all around at the box office. Uh, considering the Expendables, which was number one again, only made $16 million. Um, I'm happy that this... Um, only $16 million. Only $16 million. Um, I'm happy that uh, Piranha, even though it was in the sixth uh, spot, uh, finished at uh, $10 million. But anyway, enough about that. Let's get to the film. Um, like Vince said, I have been anticipating this since I first heard about it. Um, it, it, it was a really good film. Um, much, much better than I ever, ever thought it could have been. Um, the effects were done by um, the great Gregory uh, Nicotero, who's worked on um, the Evil Dead franchise, uh, done some Halloweens, uh, among a bunch of other stuff. Um, he's just a very talented guy. Um, I feel the script was solid, and even the acting. And you, w- you would think for a movie like this uh, that you'd get some like piss-poor acting, but actually it was very good. Um, it, kinda, it, kept, it held my interest the whole time, and uh, it was just an all-around good film. Uh, the 3D was amazing. Even though it was post-converted, it's what post-converted 3D should be. So if you haven't seen this yet, please get out and see it because you will not be disappointed. Well, along on the line right now is a person that also saw with you. I'll go right to him. All right, Tommy, uh, what was your take on Piranha 3D? You know, I thought it was pretty good. and um, Better than I expected. Um, I didn't think it was going to suck, but I thought it was going to be average. It was above average. It was good. Nice having a mic jump when a boat came in. <laughs> he jumped at something, really. Um, I think it was just some noise. <laughs> yeah. When the boat rushed in, they were filming underwater the piranha. Then a boat rushed in, which Mike had jumped at and almost spilled his popcorn. I did spill the popcorn at one point. I'm lucky I didn't hit the person in front of me. But that would have been like true 3D for them because the popcorn oh, well, would have been coming out at them. You know. Yeah, I, I yeah. get it. Hey, you're an idiot. Well, you know. So I think the only thing what you told me because uh, if I don't see a movie, I like to and I have no desire to see it. I do like to find out everything about it. Right. But when you told me that, and I, I brought this up when we saw this on Bloody Disgusting that Richard Dreyfuss was in it, but just the split second you see him in there, it just was in the nine-minute preview that was shown on Blade Disgusting. Right. Uh, he looked just like Matt Hooper. I said it here on the show. I said he looked just like Matt Hooper. <laughs> then you go on to tell me that, well, he was singing a song, and, and this is how useful you are. You couldn't remember the song. I haven't seen Jaws in a while. So. Yeah, but no, you couldn't remember what he was even singing in, in, in the movie. So I started singing the song that I think he would sing if he looked just like Matt Hooper and he said his character name was Matt. So I started singing and I said, oh, yeah, yeah, that's the one. So it was definitely Matt Hooper was in Piranha 3D. I mean, he's not in it very long, but the part yeah, that he's, he's in. Definitely him. Oh, yes, yes. Well. And, I'm glad we got that squared away. <laughs> that we know Matt Hooper was definitely in it, which, which to me I like. I don't know. I don't know how Alex feels about that. I personally like it to throw a little uh, 
throw a character in a, in, a, in a very successful film into a failure is always a, is a nice trick. I wouldn't say it's a failure, sir. Oh, it's not going to make... I, okay, what is it going to end at? End up at? What do you think? It's going to be under $24 million, probably. Uh, I, I think, Another personally... I think it'll hit thirty. Thirty? Yeah, I think it'll hit thirty. Oh, you say thirty? Well, yeah. is, that, is, is there any even news that it's going overseas? Uh, at this point, probably not. Unfortunately. Well. Well, then it's uh, it's official. Product <laughs> 3D has sunk. But uh, H2 didn't go overseas either, did it? I don't think it did. Oh, oh. Uh, no, it. It, it did go overseas. Ah. By the way, just to set the record straight, Mike actually said he liked it better than Halloween too. I did it's say a that. Huge thing for Mike, but for anybody with a with even a quarter of a brain, can say, <laughs> yeah, that's about average. You should like anything over Halloween, Halloween too. I I will prefer my own death over Halloween too. I'll take I'll take dying early. Well, some other people might prefer that, too. Not myself, but some other people may prefer that as well. I doubt that, just because, you know, uh, I'm not going to get on here and kiss an ass to everything that is simply hard. I mean, if you want that, then go listen to the other dopey idiots. You don't even have any facts and just bring them out to the show and talk with a southern accent and probably have an uh, Alabama hat on and a Confederate flag in the back. But I digress. Not, not, not enough about them idiots. Right, Tom, before we let you go, just to let you know, uh, I just did a quick little mix to it, and because uh, I loved your cover of Black Label Society, and because I'm, I'm a huge Black Label Society fan, yeah. I love Zach Wild, and I'm going to preview, preview for it right now. This is just a quick little mix of what we'll be using for a special guest in the future. He's actually really good for only being uh, uh, just turning uh, 13. It's amazing that he can do that. Bleed for me. Bleed for me. Why am I saying let it bleed? I'm I'm thinking of another song. Yeah. It's bleed for me. Black Label side with the cover of Tom. And uh, and it even sounds good even though he's playing a Fender. Oh. Vince is not a fan of... I love Fenders. I just can never play a Fender with with metal for some reason. I have like a mental block doing that. For some reason, I need, like, cra- crappy Ibanez's work well with metal. They break after a year, but it's still well worth it. Well, Tom, thank you for calling in. I'm glad. I'm glad not only did you get to see Piranha 3D, that Mike didn't embarrass you too much at the movie theater. Because going to the movie theater with Mike is always, always a disaster. Yeah, especially when we go to see Halloween 2 and Daniel Harris dies and I start bawling my eyes out. And thank God we went to see Halloween 2. Thank God we saw Halloween 2 and not like the original together because, because nobody saw Halloween 2. So when we went, the, uh, the the fourth day was out. It was what, about, seriously, it was about 15 people in the audience. So I was pretty happy with that. You know, I wasn't fully embarrassed. There wasn't a lot of people to be embarrassed about. I did start getting kind of emotional on Piranha when the Dimension logo came up only because it was in 3D. 
and that was pretty amazing. But the glasses were on, so that kind of hit it. The 3D glasses. Well, Alex, um... <laughs> well... Alex, you don't have any desire to see Piranha 3D now, do you? Um, I don't know. Mike, Mike uh, really sold it to me in a few texts. I mean, it made $10 million, but... I don't know. Sometimes it don't matter how much money something makes. If people have low expectations, they won't bother to see it. So I don't know if that really reflects the quality. Um, most horror movies make about 26 especially in this day and age, and people are paying $3 each extra with 3D. So now you've got to factor in that even less people saw it than the regular $22 million would uh, add up to. But um, uh, I see things for free on Tuesdays, so I'll probably go, yeah. I, the only thing I liked about it, well, what I've heard is the, it really is the Matt Hooper character brought back into the movie, which it, you never see that done anyway. You really don't. You never see a, a fam- and, and they don't say Matt Hooper, but his first name's Matt. That's all they say. And he's the same outfit, by the way, singing the same song he sung in Jaws. So that's pretty cool. I, for me, I like that. And plus, it's supposed to be a campy movie. Now they're saying it's a campy movie. Before they weren't. They're saying, oh, it's going to change the face of heart. It's the best best 3D movie you could possibly see. That's heart. Just give a good script. Just give it up. But if it's campy and it's meant to be fun, then good. And that's what you want a movie to do. A movie like that. And Alex, I'm not sure. I know Mike recently saw it. Uh, again, and as did I. Um, you've ever seen the original Piranha? Um... I, I do remember um, downloading buying it a couple months ago, and uh, all I remember, it, I might even be wrong, like I was thinking if I saw this movie, did, and maybe I just imagined the scene, did they ever like take somebody out of the water and like any of their body parts were chewed to the bone or no? Uh, that did have, I think that happened with one character that I can remember. That's, well, I don't know. I might be dreaming it up. Uh, I, I would say no. I don't remember anything, so probably not about Oh, don't worry. You will see it. I will make I sure of that. I suggest if you have a Blu-ray, because when I watched the original MS DVD, horrible quality. It really, everything was, so, some scenes were just way too dark. So I couldn't on regular DVD? Sure. Yeah, on the regular DVD. It was, uh, it was, a lot of scenes were really dark. So I don't know if that was cleaned up for Blu-ray. Mike would know that. Uh, definitely was. It was it was a pristine uh, transfer Copy. for uh, Blu-ray. And did they add more lighting to it? I mean, could you tell? Uh, it did seem in in some areas. Yes, they did. Good, because that that opening scene, which they tried to rip off the Jaws, the opening scene in a way, uh, right? Really too dark to understand. Well, then you must have been watching a... Well, you know what? Wait a minute. Because Shout Factory, when they released the Blu-ray, they also released a special edition DVD. So I would be led to believe that for that special edition, they probably would have cleaned it up a little bit. So maybe you weren't watching that special edition DVD. You might have been watching maybe an older release. Older, the first release on the DVD. Right. Which, when Alex sees it, I'll make sure I, I set him up with the Shout Factory DVD. The new DVD. With commentary by uh, Joe, uh, Dante, and uh, I forget who else does it. But Thanks, i got to listen to that. Thanks. 
Yes. Most definitely. You know, I am not shocked in any way. Now, I want to ask you this. What could, a Piranha, what could Piranha do for you not to like it? Uh, um, you know, at this point, I don't know, because the remake, you're talking about the remake, right? Yes. Okay. At this point... Well, it's not a remake, either. It's, no, it, it's no, dude, it, it definitely is a remake. Oh, it is a remake. Yes, it Nothing definitely else. is a remake. Okay. Yes. Um, at this point, I really don't know, because, you know, in my in my eyes, it was just so perfectly done. Um, I mean, even Elizabeth Shue, who we haven't really seen in anything, I mean, she was on the screen, and she was really good in this movie. I mean, really good. Do do you think um, you might be falling to the um, classic, it was great in the movies, then when you go home, it's not going to be as good? Uh, I don't think so. Because I, yeah, I, I definitely I don't think so. Because it's not it's not like um, Friday the Thirteenth remake, which I totally at this point am not really fond of anymore. After watching it this past Friday the Thirteenth, I just I just I totally uh, lost the love for it. And I don't know if it's because I was watching the originals so much that weekend or what, but I'm totally turned off to it now for whatever reason. Um. But I don't think it's going to be that way with Piranha, because, see, here's the thing. Like the original Piranha, this film is campy. It doesn't take itself too seriously. Um, And it's just a fun movie. You go there, you can laugh. You know what I mean? You don't take it seriously. You just sit back and say, you know, it's never going to happen, realistically, in life. But you just sit back, and it's total escapism for 80-some minutes. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad you got your money. I'm glad you won early in the morning too to save the to save the money. Yes. How much would it? How, oh, seriously, how much would it be if you won, say, uh, eight o'clock show? Eight p.m. Yeah. If I went at, to an eight p.m. show, it would probably be with you know with the three D and all. It would probably run about. Uh, fourteen bucks a ticket. Jesus God. <laughs> Which are two things that don't have anything to do with Corona three days. Um, just, that's when, way too much. When I go to the the movies for free on Tuesdays for my Optimum Reward card, um, believe it or not, you have to pay the three dollars to see a three D movie. Like it's not even like just you know free uh, for whatever they. There is no way around paying the extra money for three days. Really? Yeah. I've seen it though in certain theaters, and others, um, you know, it's it's another way for movies to profit off everything. That's why the, um, you know, with the post conversion, I would love to know the the exact figure, how much that even costs to do. That's why we're going to save the money on it. If you can do it that way, and, and with technology, it can look that damn good. Plus, you're saving time on shooting if you post convert it. Right. But I'll tell you, I mean, whatever money they spent on the post-conversion process, it was worth every dollar. It really was. Because Clash of the Titans, I mean, I've heard Clash of the Titans looks like crap. 
because that was post-converted, okay? And the last airbender was post-converted, and I've seen that, and that looks horrible. But Piranha is really what it should look like. They did it right. Well, well that's good. I'm glad they. I'm glad it turned out well, and hey, hopefully it does more, and maybe, and maybe people were just getting the wrong idea for the film. That's what you're going to sound like when you take a shit when we finish. Speaking of that, I'm going to have to take a dump, too. I'm going to have to take a shit, too. I think it'll be a nice steamy shit pile. I don't know what it was, but I haven't been... Like, it's it's been weird because I've been shitting, and it's been really, like, like hard shit lately. Like, you know, constipated-type shit. But, like, once I cleared all that out, like, the last two days has been really, like, just soft, and it, like, kind of just flowed out of my asshole, and I just kind of enjoyed it. So I have a feeling that today is going to be one of those you times. You enjoyed it. Well, yeah, because it just, it just went and it was like... And it just like eased out of my ass like a gentle wine or a gentle ice cream. Just like... And then you feel it like just, just squeeze past your cheeks and plop into the water. Well, it doesn't even plop. It's just a light, gentle... Dunk. It glides. Yeah, 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 it glides. And then it hits the water like it's skimming the surface of the water. And you can imagine it. Like, I like to picture the water rippling in my brain. Yeah, see, I, it's sad, but I actually know exactly what you're talking about. And, it, and it's not one of those ones where you're gritting your teeth and uh, fighting through it. And, I know. And this you know, is, it's your just, hemorrhoids are getting all uh, aggravated. I know, I know, I know. It feels just, like you're taking a cock up the ass when you're yeah, just trying to take a shit. Jesus. Exactly. And it's just like you're you're so relaxed and it's just so nice and relieving and when you're done you really feel like you've accomplished something great (laughs) well accomplishing something great is what we're doing right now not really but anyway talking about shit let's talk about the upcoming movies oh well i don't know if they're really considered shit but okay um no i'm looking this is broke down (laughs) by release date um, I'm seeing some of these. Some of these actually look really good. I don't know what some of these are, so um, but I do have an interpretation. Uh, coming out uh, this Friday, or no, wait, did February 2nd already happen? It did. <laughs> yep. Oh, then this is already out. There's that, that Winchester movie. That's right. Oh, my God. 
I wanted to see that because I have a friend. Uh, the only thing. No, I have a friend that was actually that went to the actual fucking place, the Winchester. He went there. The, yeah, the only thing about that one to me is the the trailers. They just scream desperation because it's based on a real house. Yeah. Based on a real lady. That's a selling based factor. Based on this real and that was real. Yeah. Yeah. It's a selling point. That's I, how it works. I, okay, I, I, I get that it's this is real and that's real, but as soon as the ghosts come up, they don't say, based on real ghosts or anything like that. It's real house, real lady, real location, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> ghosts are also there. Ooh, spooky. Who wants it to be based on real ghosts? Like, what, is Abraham Lincoln going to show up with a fucking shotgun blow to the head? Well, he was shot with a... Derringer, I believe. Oh, anyway, Derringer's not a uh, shotgun. Yeah, no. Oh, okay. it's a very small handgun. Oh, that makes sense. So the so the so the yeah. wound so the wound would not be that great. It would just be more, you know, subdued. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, I don't know. It looked all right. I'll probably check it out when it comes out on video. I will not be seeing that in theaters. Um, I could be surprised. It could be decent with some creepy moments, but I'm I'm not going to hold my breath. Okay. Now this next title which also came out this past Friday and it makes me just think. It's called it's called now now wait for it. It's called Belial, a new breed of hero. So now I I have a question. Is this a spin-off of Basket Case Belial? Because that's what it's making me think, that it has a basket with a half a person inside. And the half a person's like... And he's a new breed of hero, Michael. You know, I always knew that little guy was bound for greatness. Ever since he was hanging from that fucking sign? Oh my god. I, I honestly, I've never, I haven't even heard of that. Can't say anything really about it but how fucking great would that be if they just some jackass was like you know what we're gonna bring back Belial from the basket case films except we're gonna make him a hero do do you know I would I would get like the costume and you know how like the Superman costume has the S on the chest and all that shit and Batman has the Batman emblem on the chest you know what fucking Belial's gonna have on the chest Belial's gonna have fucking Belial on the chest and I will wear it and I will be super Belial Michael J <laughs> super Bel- I can actually I, fucking see you doing that dude I will go around and I will be <laughs> and then I will make myself out of stop motion animation and I will go and I will fucking destroy fuckers well, you, you kind of move like stop-motion animation already. Oh. And honestly, I would go with you if you did that to the theater. A, because it would amuse me, and B, probably because we would get a discount. Dude, I, I'm, I'd be like, like somebody would like try to talk to me. It's like somebody would talk to me. And I'd be like, like, that's all I would say. I, I would go up to the concession stand, and they'd ask me what I wanted, and I'd be like... And then they would have to interpret that yeah, as that'd a, be... yeah, they'd have to interpret that as a large popcorn and a small water. That's you, all right. Moving on. You would have to order water. for yourself. Who the, the fuck gets a small water? I do because I'm not gonna drink that big fucking liter thing that's like four fucking sixteen ounces thing. What do you think? I got a fucking bladder of a fucking champion? No. 
I'd piss my pants. Um, no, what you do is you you drink it throughout the entire movie, and if the movie's still going and you drank it all, you just yes. piss in it. You know, that's happening. There was one time that I did get a large water, and I ordered a small water, but the fuckers gave me a large one. And I, it, you know, in my brain, I was so enthralled in the in what was going on in the screen, I just drank the whole fucking thing. So I sat there shimmying in my seat for the rest of the time, fucking trying to, like... <laughs> I, I basically just grabbed my dick and I squoozed it and I just kept squeezing it and squoozing it until the fucking end of the movie just to make sure that it fucking stayed in. I pretty much turned it purple. Then by the time I got to the fucking urinal, I'm in there and I unzip my pants and it's like, whew, and it's like, holy shit, I just opened the floodgates and it's like you're pissing all over. I dissolved that fucking urinal cake. <laughs> uh, I guess I've just built up a tolerance. I, I have a routine, man. I go in. I tell my girlfriend when I'm ordering, I go and I take a piss. You know, it's like pre-gaming. You got to get fucking ready. I'm going to be here. It's a Marvel movie, two hours, two and a half hours. Got to piss beforehand. I don't care if I just go in and force out a couple trickles. I'm emptying that fucking bladder before the film. And I get a large pop. Large. Oh, that's right. You call it pop where you live. Jesus Christ. Fucking weird people out there. Yeah fucking weird people fucking ugh. but anyway i digress yeah moving on this friday we have 50 shades freed and i've seen the trailer for this i've never seen any of the 50 shades of gray movies because just does not seem very interesting to me at all i mean I, okay just get me whips get me chains fucking give me a teddy and just like beat the fuck out of me then do it. Um, like, I think the problem is is that you're a straight white man. Right. And it's not meant to appeal to you. I mean, because honestly, if something like that was what appealed to, say, me or you, yeah. we would just watch it for free on Pornhub. Oh, yeah, it's true. The bondage thing. So, you know what it is? It's like the, the mainstream bondage film. That's exactly what Fifty Shades Freed is then at that point. Mainstream bondage. Dude, it, it is simply, it's simply a mainstream version of one of the Skinamax films you used to get at like what eleven or midnight they'd start. Eleven thirty-five. Soft core. Eleven thirty-five to eleven forty-five <laughs> would be start time, and I would sit there, and I would sit there, and then you know sometimes, like I said, my my mother would fall asleep on the couch. Like that's like not. We had two couches in the room back before she got her hospital bed. So she would fall asleep usually on the one couch. And sometimes I would be, because I wore pajamas back then. So I'd be in my pajamas and I'd be sitting there and she'd be asleep, like dead asleep. And I'd be laying there and I wouldn't be looking at Dude, her. I'd be looking at the you TV. you didn't stroke it. I, I'd be looking at the TV and I was 13 years old. And 13-year-old me was like, you know, I just discovered that I could do this. And I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, this is the best fucking things ever. So I need to keep making it happen. You know, it's like it's like a volcano erupting, and I need it because it feels wow. so good. No, let's, you know, let's, so let's keep moving like, here, Mike. My hand would be down the pants, down the pajama pants, and I wouldn't no, take it out. No, no, no one needs this visual in It would just go all over inside my pajama pants. And then I would keep my pajama pants on, and I would feel it all squishy in there for the rest of the night. Then I'd wake up the next morning to hard crusty uh, stuff. Wow, what the fuck <laughs> is wrong with you? <laughs> Seriously. Most everyone just stopped listening because you just gave them fucking nightmares. 
Not only is your mom in the same room as but you jerking off, but she's but you don't asleep. even clean up. No, because it went inside my dude. Pants. That's it's not still. Like it, it's not like it shot all. The only place it shot was my hand, and I was like 13 years old. I just wiped it off on my pants, and I was good. Sometimes, if it was dripping down Moving my on. hand, I would have to get up and go into the bathroom, and you know, I soaped it up and washed it off. But it all depends. It all depends on, on the day please. and on my new my mood. Okay. <laughs> Next up is Peter Rabbit. Now I'm excited for this. It's a children's film, but I loved that story as a little child. So I will probably go to see this. Not in the theater, obviously, but if it gets a 4K release, I will buy the 4K. So and... you'll go to your living room to see this? Yes. <laughs> um, and then the next one we have is that also comes out this Friday the 9th is the 1517 to Paris, which is Clint Eastwood's next film. He actually, not not only does he direct this, but he also wrote it too, I believe. Yeah, it's based on a true story. Am I wrong? Well, no, because that seems like the type of movies he's doing these days. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably check that one out. I'm not sure if I'll see it in theaters. Like like I've said before, my time of actually going to the theater is kind of limited with my work frame. So yeah, no, I really want to see it to go to the theater. You hate the theater. No, I love the theater. I just get one weekend off a month and mm. being able to go to the theater all the time is just not an option. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then uh, the next Friday, the 16th, we have a movie that you definitely want to go see, uh, Black Panther, because it's Marvel and you want to see it. And we have Early Man, which is the start of the Bronze Age. We are done with Stone Age films for children, and this is the Bronze Age of films. Hmm. Um, uh, you're not is this like Black the quest Panther. for fire or some shit? I don't know. You're... Oh, no, they make fire in the movie. I saw the, the trailer, and there's fire in there. They burn the bronze. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, but you don't seem too keen on, on Black Panther for whatever reason. You just don't seem too keen on it. It's Marvel. Fuck you. Um, well, I'm going to see it. Uh, talk, talk about It's races. weird. I almost feel a little obligation. And it's my hesitation comes because... I'm not familiar with the character. That's one that I just I don't know a whole lot about. Well, then you need and, to get yourself uh, watching familiar. the trailer. Well, I'm watching the trailer and I'm uh, um you like some of it looks read really it to interesting. The, you, and then here's what you do: you get the comic book and you read it to the nuts while you're working. You can call it story time with the crazies. <laughs> I could actually just run that as a group and probably no one would say anything. Yeah, exactly. Do that. You get paid to read comics to crazy people. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, I'm just not really that familiar with it. Um, I'm going to go see it, and it's probably going to be very good. I'm hoping it's great, but we'll see. I'm just hoping it's not Spider-Man. You didn't like Homecoming? Well, I didn't watch it yet, but you didn't like Homecoming? Uh, I really didn't. Um, it felt like it was uh, – it, it's a weird balance between like this high school comedy and Spider-Man film. And I don't yeah. feel that they got the balance there quite right. And I like my superheroes to be heroic. And it's called he changing really it up. Wasn't really heroic. Doesn't matter. It's called changing it up. You need to embrace change, not shun it. Hey man, I liked both versions of Spider-Man before. This one, I just I didn't find that interesting. You just you just don't like Tom Holland or whatever the fuck his name is that plays fucking whatever his name is Spider-Man. 
You know what? They even put I fucking... I thought he was really good in Civil War. They even put fucking Iron Man in it. How can you hate that? I never said I hated it. I just didn't like it. Didn't not liking and hating are the same thing. No, 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 definitely not. In your in my like, mind, like I yes, hate you. Ah, I hate you. Whereas I, uh, I don't know. I didn't like. I don't know. There's other co-hosts out there. I'm sure I didn't like. But anyway, moving forward. Oh, that was a bad analogy. Oh, okay, moving oh, forward. Oh. Um, let's see. Then you have. Now, come on, let's annihilation. Just start hitting us with the blockbusters. Let's go, man. Okay, yeah, who gives a fuck about annihilation? Because I don't know what it is. Game night sounds stupid. Fuck you. Every day, I don't know what you are. Fuck you. All right, now we go on to March. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck (laughs) it is. Uh, March, Red Sparrow, who gives a fuck? Death Wish, who gives a fuck? March, actually, that looks really fucking good. What you you haven't seen that? It's it's like uh, Jennifer Lawrence says this, uh, uh. Russian assassin? Oh, Jesus Christ. You know what, Jennifer That looked really good, actually. Jennifer Lawrence needs to, like, fucking just stop because she's, like, all over the place. Who gives a fuck about her? She's like, you know, I I don't care anymore. Fuck her. I don't care. Well, the film looks good. That's what I'm talking about. I don't don't give a shit who's starring in it. It it looks good, and I want to see it. And Death Wish? I'm really interested in Death Wish, especially now that Michael Jay's going to be watching it. Piece of shit. Covering it piece of shit and I will dude I'm gonna I'm gonna go to that fuck I will go to the fucking theater I will sit there and the whole time I will get a fucking megaphone and I will be like we're watching a piece of shit 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 fuck you You Bruce Willis I'm going to laugh so hard when you end up liking that film I'll be like fuck you Bruce Willis blow me fuck you Bruce Willis blow me you know what Bruce Willis I didn't just get buck fucked on national TV Dwayne that's what he says in Die Hard or some yeah he says that in Die Hard Okay. All right. Um, then we have Gringo. I don't care about A Wrinkle in Time. I don't care about Thoroughbreds. I don't care about Strangers Pray at Night. Fucking <laughs> Eight Years Too Late. Fucking Tomb Raider. Uh, yeah. <laughs> eight uh, Years Too Late is definitely correct, man. Right. Uh, Tomb Raider. I like that Alicia Vitkander or whatever the fuck her name is. Her tits seem perfect. I enjoy them. They're small, good. Um, I can only imagine. I don't, I don't know. This just. Yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll say this one thing about This film looks like Tomb... it's trying too hard. I'm going to say one thing about Tomb Raider. The trailers, the trailer that I saw, it does not look good to me. I think it's too soon to remake that movie because the original with Angelina Jolie came out in 2001. And then you had Cradle of Life after that, which I think was 2004. So it's only been 18 years. I don't think it's long enough to re- you know, to remake this. And I just think that this is just... No. Not saying, like I said, Alicia, I enjoy you. You're very attractive. I would like to take you. Um, I'm looking at a picture of you on a beach holding a stick. And I would like for you to handle my stick on a beach. Thank you. Take your stick? Yeah. On a beach. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It just looks like it's trying too hard. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't look like it's having nearly as much fun as the first one. Yeah. Eh. We'll see. I might watch it on video. Um, I can only imagine. I don't know what you are, so fuck you. Love, Simon. I don't love you, so fuck you. Seven Days in Ed. Yeah, it's probably a romantic comedy. Like, we need another one of those. Ent. I'll probably end up buying it at some point. But, um, Ent. Seven Days in Ent. Tibil. Ent. Tibil. 
Ah, fuck. I don't... You fucking have a weird <laughs> fucking name. I don't fucking want you. Um, <laughs> It'd help if you could fucking feed. Yes. Um, then the next week, March 23rd, we have Sherlock Gnomes. And I want to see that because I want to see Gnomes as Sherlock. Um, Isle of Dogs. Yes, I did see a trailer for this. This is a Wes Anderson movie. It is, uh, it is a CG... It's a CG movie. Um, or it's an animated movie. And Wes Anderson did it. And it actually looks really, really funny. So I will see that. That looks good. Pacific Rim Uprising. Eh, fuck no. 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 Um, Final Portrait. Yeah, I, I didn't even like the first one. I didn't even we didn't see, need a I, sequel. I didn't see the first one, so I don't care. Um, Final Portrait. Uh, you should have, should have probably never been made. Um, um, on... <laughs> Let's see. Then you have Unsane. Certainly not the people that work at uh, or that live at uh, the Warren State Hospital. Um, there you go. Yes. Um, Midnight Sun. Eh, fuck no. Uh, Ready Player One. Wasn't there already a Midnight Sun? Uh, no, but the other Midnight Sun was spelled S-O-N, like an actual sun. This is spelled sun like S-U-N, like the sun that goes around the earth. I don't care. Um, Ready Player oh, One. Oh, there's no sun at midnight, though. Exactly. I don't understand what it means. Yeah, and then fuck that. That's Ready, stupid logic. And then Ready Player One, which comes out on Thursday, March 29th. I don't know why they're doing that. But that just seems like a, um, a, uh, what the fuck is that movie? Um, ah, and I, a Tron. It seems like a Tron ripoff by Spielberg. And I know you'll say that because you hate Spielberg anyway. So you're, you know, you're all for that. Um, I, I think he's overrated. He's good, but he's overrated then again. Also, um, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a Tron ripoff, but I can't is. say it looks great. It's a I'll Tron definitely movie. watch it on video. It has my, Interest peaked, but yeah, I'm not not blown away by not it. Really, lean on Pete probably needs to lean on something because that's going to fail at the box office. That comes out March 30th. Then lean we, on Pete. Yeah. No, Jesus, that's a fucking horrible title. Yes. Then we move into April, and you have um, the first week of April. You have blockers, which uh, cock blockers. I don't know. Um, a quiet place. No, that's a porn version. Just like lean on meat. Ah, yes, that works. Um, a Quiet Place. Uh, I saw the trailers for this. It just seems weird. It's about these fucking creatures. You can't make a sound or else the creatures fucking get you. I don't know. It's fucked up. Um, eh, doesn't sound horrible. You have Chappaquiddick. What the fuck is a Chappaquiddick? <laughs> I don't know what Chappaquiddick is, so fuck you. I don't, I don't, I don't fucking need you. Um, then you move on to Friday, April 13th. Okay, and this, there's one movie. We're still in April? Yeah. You have The Rider. I don't care about you. Beirut. Or, Be- yeah, it's not Beirut. It's Beirut. Yeah. Um, then you have yeah. Truth or Glad Dare. You can pronounce. Truth or Dare, which is another uh, Blumhouse, I believe. Uh, Blumhouse is not doing too bad with their PG-13 horror. Um, I hate to say no, it. No, they're really not. Happy Death Day was pretty decent. Yeah, and the part I that I it. saw of it was decent too, so I'll have to check that out. But the biggest shock is, and I, I heard that they were doing this before, and now that I'm seeing it actually in print, is it's really hitting me hard. Um, they're doing an Overboard remake. 
starring Kevin Hart. Yeah, you haven't seen the trailer for that yet? I did not see the trailer, but I do know that it's coming, and I do not... I, I don't think it's necessary. Um, And then you have... Uh, the 20th, you have Rampage, starring The Rock, because he thinks he can act. Um, You have Tully. Oh, fuck you, man. The Rock can act. Well, you have Tully. I don't know what that is, so fuck you. Then you have Super Troopers 2... I didn't really ever see oh, Super yes. Troopers 1 in its entirety, so I don't really care about what? it. How have you not seen Super Troopers yet? What the fuck is wrong with you, man? Once we are done, you need to you need to find that and watch it right now. It's on Blu-ray. I have to get the Blu-ray. I don't have the Blu-ray, but I have to watch Blu-ray if I watch it at all. Um, okay, so as soon as we're done, you need to get the Blu-ray. You're asked to, to fucking... Best Buy, wherever, and get the Blu-ray right meow. Maybe. Oh, God, meow. I know, because I saw the trailer. I know what the meow is. Um, then moving into May, you have... Dude, your... it's a fucking fantastic film. Every time I see it, it makes me just want to be a cop so I can just fuck with people more. I mean, well, right, then... right now, I fuck with them mentally ill. Right. And that's entertaining, but, yeah, but it's can you imagine if I was a cop? Oh, my God. Fuck you yes. pull... Dude, you could pull people over and, and fucking... You could start your own Me Too movement. You could... You could... You could do... Oh, my God. <laughs> You could use, you could use the dash cam video. You could assault people and then post the dash cam video online, and then call it Rhodes Assaulter. Yes. No, see that would get me in a lot of trouble. Oh, dude, you could be like see, Harvey. I, I don't. I don't want to lose you my could, job. And go you to could jail. be like Harvey Keitel and bad lieutenant. You could be the bad lieutenant. You could sit there. You no, could sit there, no, I'm okay. You could sit there naked, you know, waving your your Rhodes junk around, and be like, ah, ah, ah. "Yeah, I could see it right now." Do I thought it. that was Nick Cage that was in Bad Lieutenant. No, that was Nick Cage in Bad Lieutenant Two. I'm talking Bad Lieutenant One with uh, Harvey Keitel. I know I was fucking with you. Yeah, I, I figured so. Well, now moving on to May, we have Avengers: Infinity War. Piece of shit. <clears throat> <laughs> yep, we're done. No reason to keep talking about films. That's the only one that matters right there. Uh, well, yeah, because who cares about Life of the Party on the 11th? Uh, don't worry, he won't get yeah, far. No. Don't listen. Don't worry, he won't get far on foot is actually the title of a film coming out on the 11th. Why the fuck That's would you name a your horrible film? title? Yeah. Titles should be. It, you, you're supposed to keep your title a little short so it's easy to say right. for people to remember right i i don't understand why people are stretching out their titles so fucking long anymore right, right it's like you know what the fuck we saw what happened with the englishman that went up a hill but came down a mountain that was a shit storm i guess it was a shit storm i don't know i never saw it um i never on, heard of it oh my god well you're really out of the loop then um on the 18th we have deadpool 2 back to great short titles um, on the 25th of May, we have what will probably... That'll probably be good. Well, and then a week later on the 25th, we have the biggest bomb of the year. And it is a bomb because Disney is already expecting it to bomb. And that is Solo, A Star Wars Story. I think that will be horrible. I think that will probably be the um... worst Star Wars venture to date. I don't know. Uh, I watched the trailer, and really the only thing that stood out to me about the trailer was Han. He didn't really seem to capture the character that Harrison Ford yeah. had in all the other 
ones. So I don't know. It didn't seem like the same character to me, which is throwing me. I mean, the rest of the trailer looked fine. It just didn't seem like Han Solo. Right. And I'm not saying it didn't look like him or this or that. I'm saying he didn't seem to act the same. The character did not seem the same. Yeah, it sucked. Um, and then in June, you have Action Point. Don't know what that is. Ocean's 8 is the female version. But there's a lot of action in it. Probably. Um, Ocean's 8 is the female version. They're of... still making Ocean movies? Yeah, but this is Who the... Who the fuck watches No, these? but this is the female version with Jennifer Lopez. That's why it's Ocean's 8, because the women come before the men, see? Um, so it'll be 8, 9, and 10, and then you have 11, 12, and 13, see? Um, won't you be my well, neighbor? Women should be lucky to come at all. Right. <laughs> Won't You Be My Neighbor is probably sounds like a Mr. Rogers documentary. Um, Heredity. It could be a life story. I don't know. Maybe they'll get into the fact that he was a world-renowned sniper and child molester. Wow. Um, he was a busy boy when he took off his sweater. Um, Heredity. I've actually heard that this is supposed to be one of the scariest movies ever made. It's getting a lot of uh, buzz around the festivals at this point. So that could be interesting. Um, June 15th, you have Tag. Don't know what that is, but it's probably shit. And The Incredibles 2, again, they're coming out with these sequels way too fucking late. Um, yeah, but, but it's a kid, I don't, so I don't, it'll, it'll make I'm it. I'm holding out hope. Yeah. Um, then you have Friday. I enjoyed the first Incredibles. I've never seen it, so I don't know. Uh, June 22nd, you have yeah. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. And June 20th. Looks good. Yeah, yeah, probably. I never saw Jurassic World, so I don't know. Um, what the fuck, dude? That's a great one. I have it. I, I mean, you have one, it. and then you have Jurassic World. They're both great. Well, no, I like The Lost World, and I like Jurassic Park 3. I thought they were all, uh, you know, I like Jurassic Park 3 more than I like The Lost World, but still. And then June 29th, rounding I'm out the I'm not saying they're, they're bad. I'm just saying Lost Worlds or. Er, I'm just saying the newest one's better. Oh. Um, and then you have on the 29th, rounding out the month, you have I Feel Pretty. Eh, no. Um, and Sicario 2 sold Ooh. Dado. Yeah, that's something. I didn't even know they were making a Sicario 2, but I guess they are. Um, and then moving on to July. Let's yeah, I heard see. about it. Uh, looking forward to that, man. And then on July 4th, we have The Purge 4 official title to be determined so right now it's purge four um on july 6th it's the first purge well probably yeah you're right um july 6th we have ant-man and the wasp i still have to watch the first ant-man but i will try to watch that before this one comes out um uh (laughs) ant-man's my least favorite marvel character so far fuck you paul rudd is it's just way too jokey Oh God! It's way too jokey, and it seems like it's made for children. You don't like it's humor. not, and it, I. It's not that I don't like it. There's place for it, but then again, there's place for you know drama and action too, and eh. If Ant Man, this is a Marvel movie for the kids. Okay, well then, do you want there to be drama too? Here's how there'll be drama. Ant Man will get stepped on. There's your drama. Okay, I mean he could just fuck the wasp. Whatever. Yeah, I wonder if an ant, an ant and a wasp could fuck. I wonder what that would come with. Let, let's see. It would be an ant wasp. Mike, you, you you need to watch ant, ant the films. Ant wasp. 
That'll be the third one, Antoine. All right, uh, just scanning oh. over this bullshit. Is there anything that's standing out to you that looks uh, good, Michael? Hotel Transylvania three. Oh, the Nun comes out the thirteenth of no. July. Um, yeah, that's probably gonna suck. Eh. Oh my God, they're making a sequel yep. to Mamma Mia. Ugh. Um, July twenty. Yes, they are. July twenty seventh is the new Mission Impossible Fallout. That's Mission Impossible six. Uh, that could be good. I can't believe they're still making those. Um, and you know what? That's really all. That's that's all they're giving us right now is up through July. They're not really a lot of fucking sequels. Later. Yeah, they're not getting into Halloween yet, but that's a lot of sequels year, and remakes. So. Yeah, yeah. So for the for coming future people, I hope you like rehashes or sequels, because Hollywood doesn't know how to be original anymore. Nope, that's all you're getting is the bullshit. Yeah, it fucking sucks because people like you, Mike, aren't going to the fucking theater and supporting mm-hmm. this shit. So mm-hmm. they're just tossing bullshit after bullshit after us. Oh, God, fucking sucks. Jesus yep. Christ. Although Marvel, please keep it up. Oh, don't worry. Marvel is going to keep it up just for you. Well, I'm not the only one. Yeah, unfortunately. I mean, there, there are tons more people that are probably way more devoted than me. Yeah, there's, there's, there's legions of you fucking... Marvel freaks. And speaking of Legion, <laughs> Rabbit and Red Radio is a proud member of Legion Podcast. That's right. So check yeah, out so all the great shows. Plug, well, check out all the great shows on Legion. You have Hail Ming. You have Hero Hero Ghost Show. You have um, Duncan and Bo Go Somewhere. Podcast they, Under the Stairs. Well, and it seems like Duncan and Bo yeah, Go they, Somewhere. Yeah, they always change that up. They're going to Twin Peaksies. They're going to X-Files World. They're going X-Files, to Westworld. Marvel. Yeah. They're going to... Oh, shit. You know what? I, I think I wish have... they did Marvel. Oh, no. my God. That would be amazing. You know you know where Duncan and Bo are going to go next? Haddonfield. I would love that. You know what? Do... Do a, do a, do a, you know what, wait till I think the new one. Both, I think they both, what? I think they both on their respective shows yeah. covered the Halloween yeah, but, series, but, I yeah, believe. Yeah, but I, I think it would be better if they would go to Haddonfield and just do it from Haddonfield. That's what I want. Duncan and Bo go to Haddonfield. Yeah, and you've been listening to Rabbit and Red, where we broke down the upcoming movies by a mentally deficient man and a guy whose internet barely works because he lives in the middle of fucking nowhere because he doesn't like people. Is deficient a bad thing? No, Mike. No. You're you're a special oh. and unique little boy, just like oh, your wait, mama told wait, you. Wait, deficient means not right. Okay, I get it. <laughs> Alright. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I don't know why, but keep it up. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, later, fuckers. I don't know.
That was horrible. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.